0: Welcome to How To Catholic with Kevin and Lisa Cotter, a podcast dedicated to helping you practically live your Catholic faith with excellence. Well friends, we're not going to leave you in suspense. This is in fact the last episode of how to catholic podcast while we're definitely sad about this fact it's time to retire the podcast in this episode we will tell you why
1: sticking with tradition even for this last episode we're staying true to our same old format and style so today we share with you three reasons for why we are ending the podcast and we give you five hacks because why not Along the way, we have a few special guests on the episode today, and we have a thank you for all of your support over our 100-plus episodes. Let's get started.
0: Well, dear listeners, as you heard the intro, this is the final episode of How to Catholic, which is I haven't even really thought through this. Like it's, it's kind of sad thinking about. I don't, I'm not. I'm like processing as we start this episode. Uh, and rather than just not posting an episode or retiring, we just want to explain why our final episode. And so we're gonna get a chance to tell you why, give you an update on what's next, and also to say thank you for all of your support.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's kind of like we're springing this on you, but at the same time, like. But those of you who listen faithfully, you probably saw the writing on the wall.
0: Yeah, like, where are they?
1: Mm -hmm. Something's not right. Yeah, and we'll get into it. Mm -hmm. We will get into it.
0: So in true how-to Catholic fashion, we're going to still keep to our style of our episodes. We're going to talk about three reasons why we're shutting the podcast down. And we want to give you five hacks that you can use. We're going to tell them to you in future episodes. But if there are no future episodes, we want to do that today.
1: Yeah, it's just rapid succession. I picked out my five favorite that were on the, the list. Mm-hmm. There's more hacks, but uh, we're just gonna give you five.
0: And we you. might even have a special guest or two.
1: Yes. Well, yes. In fact, we will. Um this it, is totally it, last minute. Yeah. Do you want me to leave them in suspense? With yeah, the guests? of course. That's oh, okay. what
0: great. Yeah, of okay. course.
1: Fine. Stick around, or you won't know who the guest is gonna be.
0: So this is good. I mean, I think this is going to help us process the end of the podcast. It's going to help hopefully our listeners have closure as well. And um, yeah, I'm excited. So maybe we should start with the first of three reasons for why we're shutting the podcast down.
1: Yes. Okay. So reason number one is a very practical reason. And friends, like the podcast is digitally killing itself.
0: (laughs) It has turned against itself (laughs) and... It's really, there's maybe no way back.
1: Yes. So, okay. So for those of you who who listen faithfully, you may have noticed that I'll post an episode and I'll put in that episode a liturgical lowdown. And you're like, Lisa, that was a week and a half ago. Are you crazy? Did you just not get the episode up? Here's the thing. I have been putting the episodes up when they're supposed to go up. And then it takes anywhere from seven to, I don't even know. I have an episode that still hasn't hit my iTunes. Yep. And I don't know why they're not like syndicating or they're not whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. So it'll go up on the website and it's fine. Everything looks good. And then days will go by and it's still not showing up in iTunes. And it's supposed to take six hours. That's what iTunes tell you tells you. And that's what it was doing for a long time. And now it just doesn't.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's so weird when digital things, it's one thing for it's like, it's the same thing over and over. So it should work. If something breaks, you're like, oh, then I guess it wouldn't work. It's a weird thing when it goes in between and it works, but just delayed several weeks. Like, that's a very odd place to be like, how does that happen?
1: Yeah, there's no know. rhyme or reason. We yeah, so yeah, the, no last, idea. the last episode we did with Catherine, I put it up and I was like, hey... it's up on my website it'll be live on iTunes hopefully soon thinking maybe just I was having issues but I had heard from some of you too like I don't know why they're not posting and sure enough she's like Lisa it's been a week I still don't see it I'm like it's there I don't know what to tell you and we had timed it out for her book launch we had you know timed it out for the liturgical whatever anyways so the podcast is like telling us like I'm done I'm dying. I am dying as the how to Catholic. I am now. I think I
0: got the Catherine Whitaker update today. I got a notification no. that Did the you? episode dropped. I think I saw it earlier, but somehow I got the notification today and I was like, yeah.
1: It's, it, as as of yesterday, it still is not showing up in my iTunes. So you you all might not get this for a month. You might not know.
0: And that's kind of like more more of a comical one. Like, yeah.
1: For the records, it's it's September thirtieth, and this is going to go live on October first. But you're probably it, not gonna get it
0: till November.
1: Probably like till 2021.
0: <laughs> wow. So yeah. that was reason number one.
1: Yeah. It's just a reality. We just, we can't, I, I don't know how to fix it.
0: Yep. But so, yeah.
1: Okay. Number two, why Why else? Number two, I think,
0: you know, there's different seasons of life. And I think we have gone through different seasons. I feel like we're always the same people, but like things happen over time. And I think for both of us, we're at a place where we just feel like we're going to hit a new trajectory. And that's been going on over the last year. Anybody who's listened to our podcast knows lots of changes been going on.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say we're going to hit a new trajectory. Oh, but yeah. we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's more of yeah. the realization of the trajectory. <laughs> it, it has. It's yeah. happened.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you know, for me, it's working for the amazing Paris instead of focus. That's been a, a big change.
1: Massive shift.
0: Totally, and a lot of um, a lot more travel, a lot more work at night, um, not more, even intensity during the day. Like just fuller, like great things. But it's very clear, like, my time and energy has to be there. Mm -hmm. And I don't have more time and energy outside of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think there's just a realization is we would podcast at night and we would... Do you have a question about packing your lunch, son? Yes, you can eat those. (laughs) We are, yeah. Paul's going to have a tortilla for lunch tomorrow, in case you were wondering. Come back later. Make your lunch and then come back. Um, so, just the reality, like your work day looks very different now. And we used to podcast at night or on Saturday. And, like, you you just rightly so don't have the brain capacity for that anymore.
0: Yeah. I had a job in which I sat in an office and thought and wrote a bunch, which is very conducive to podcasts because I could be like, huh. And now my my life in the office is very different. It's very active. There's lots of meetings, there's lots of like quick things. I don't often sit in my office and just, think big thoughts. That doesn't happen very often. Mm -hmm. So just a very rapid pace, lots of things to do. Smaller organization. Kind of like, hey, everyone's in this to Mm -hmm. get stuff done and make it happen.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And that's with the Amazing Parish. So for those of you who um, have missed that update, (laughs) we're no longer with focus. Um, Okay, so and we also had a fourth kid.
0: We do have
1: a fourth child. Mm -hmm. And we were doing good for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but babies are just really unpredictable. And I know some of our friends in ministry can just roll with it and it's like, no big deal. But, um, I don't do well when there's no order and Kevin doesn't do well when there's no sleep. (laughs) And so (laughs) when you have a baby, you lose both of those. You do.
0: It's quite the combination. (laughs) Yeah. In our lives.
1: Yeah. So that's definitely just another thing. You know, it just, it's just time. Yeah. That time has to come from somewhere. And, um... And that brain energy space has to come from somewhere. And so God's just, you know, he said, here's here's another baby, here's a new job. And so we just have to, we have to roll with that.
0: Mm-hmm. So. I feel like the header for this reason is like, we're tired. <laughs> well. <laughs> like I'm tired from my job during the day and we're both tired from a baby at night. Uh-huh. And so like when it comes to podcasting at night, uh-huh. it's like man, I don't know if I have the energy for this for multiple reasons. And at certain pockets, you'll find it. Mm -hmm. But I think what you're saying is like that habit over time is harder when you have a lot of stop starts with a baby or stop starts with travel. Like Mm -hmm. my job has a lot of travel. So it's like, oh, this week doesn't work very well. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. oh, Isaac's having a bad day or night or week or two weeks of sleeping. It's like, boy, then you're just like, how do I get to bed and get some sleep? And that, it, it might not happen the next week, but you get off your habit. You get off your pattern
1: yeah, and my brain capacity time for work is during the day, and so the rub comes in that are doing it together, it just yeah. doesn't work anymore. Yep. Um, but you know, Kevin can't like spend a half a morning at home, <laughs> so we can podcast during a nap. Like it's just not. Yep. That doesn't work like that. So it doesn't. So yeah, so doing it together just it just doesn't work anymore. So. Um, Those are reason number two. Yep.
0: Do you want to hit reason number three?
1: Yeah, reason number three. So reason number three that we are shutting down the podcast is that honestly, we just we just can't keep up. Um, we can't keep up. I mean, for the reasons we just explained um, that, you know, we love doing the content and we love recording. Like this part is really fun to us. And I'm really totally. sad that we're no longer going to be doing this. Um, but what I'm not going to miss is the production side. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're not um, a podcast that has a producer. We're not a podcast that has all this fancy equipment. We're sitting in my office, and for the longest time, we were recording in our basement, yep. our unfinished basement of our old house. And I, I YouTubed my way into getting this podcast up and running. Like, I literally just YouTubed and watched videos and read articles, and we didn't pay anybody to set this up. I completely did it on my own and I've continued to do all the production myself and dealt with any technical issues and things like that. Um, But because we've never monetized the podcast, uh, meaning like we we don't have a Patreon page, Mm -hmm. we haven't ever done ads or affiliate links. And there have certainly been opportunities for that. We've had many requests for people to to um, give us affiliate links to share with you all or do ads. Outside of Amazon, we do have our Amazon page, which I have made $50 from, which covers like the puffy thing on this microphone. Um, But there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely nothing wrong with monetizing. Um, For us though, it just was like, that's time we have to take to monetize it. And this for us has Mm -hmm. just been a fun project. It's never been about like, let's become super famous in the podcast world and make tons of money off podcasting. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that people who monetize are looking for fame you get the point 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 is we just have never felt called to move the podcast in that direction and so we don't have like the resources to be able to outsource this to somebody else to produce which is it was just a large chunk of a podcast is producing it and um and we're just like i'm just i'm like the production side of it like i've just hit a wall with that mm-hmm. like i can't solve the issue with why it's not uploading right away um and yeah we have some audio issues sometimes sometimes the the volumes are off one of us is too loud or whatever the intro is too loud like we've heard you we've gotten emails we don't we don't hate you for them we actually appreciate them it's great we try to adjust things but um what you see is what you get i don't go back through and do all the fancy things you're supposed to do and there's so many things i wish we could do i'm like yeah if we had a producer we could do segments and we could do music in between and we could do ads but like that takes money to be able to hire somebody and that's just not something that is a yeah. priority for us to, to build.
0: Totally, or that time. Yeah, people always say, oh, hardest thing with podcasts is editing editing them. And I'm always like, oh, we don't do that. Yeah. Like, we don't do the editing part. And it's like, like you just always get like the sideways, you know, it's like, yeah. Like, nope. we just don't have, we have time to do the episode. Mm-hmm. That's the time we have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once in a while, if we mess up the intro, we'll start over. That happens maybe one out of five times. But most of the time, one it's like, 10. yeah, we just do the thing. And put it together and put it up, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we we piece it together. So, um, yeah.
0: So in summary, the podcast has turned against itself digitally. <laughs> We're tired, have a lack of energy, and just lack of like bandwidth for it. I think that's the second thing with just a baby and a new job.
1: I like that God has given us a new trajectory better. That sounds more positive. <laughs> Bless your
0: heart. Love, love that. Uh, and then last one, yeah, we just can't. And that's part of, like, not being able to keep up, particularly on the production side. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we want excellence. Like, that's what we talk about is Mm -hmm. doing things with excellence, and Mm -hmm. we always want to do that. And that it hurts us when we don't hit every week. It hurts us when we know there's things we can improve and can't. Like, that that bothers Mm -hmm. us because we want to do things really well. And um, I think we're both, you know, It's not a
1: perfectionist thing. It's like if we're gonna do this, let's let's try to make it great. Not just Mm -hmm. mediocre, because so much of Catholic media is mediocre.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't have energy for things and challenges are weighing you down, like eventually you're just like, ah, I want this to be great and it's can we get there? Let's just be realistic with it. And that's what we're doing here. Being realistic.
1: Yes. Okay, so um, one thing that we do need to do in wrapping up this podcast, and this is, so you know, this is completely off the cuff, on the fly here, so I don't know what is about to happen, Um, but our kids have been asking, our two older kids in particular have been asking. Oh, one's shaking his (laughs) head, one's not asking. Mr. Tortilla does not want to be on the podcast. However, his sister has asked. That's Mr. Tortilla to you. Yes, and you all have asked too several times um, when we've done surveys and said, what would you like to see on the podcast? Several of you have said, I'd love to hear your kids come on. It'd be fun to do see an episode with them. So we're not going to do a whole episode, but we do want to make all of Mary Claire's Mary dreams come true and allow her to be on the podcast. Um, And um, now she's now she's giving me the, I don't want to do it. <laughs> oh, it's not <laughs> all of her dreams, she's saying. <laughs> okay, not all of her. I, I think writing Icelandic courses together was um, all your dreams coming true? We did um, just go on a special mother daughter trip, but that's a whole other story. Yes. Um. So, um, speaking of horses, Mary Claire is a huge horse fan. So if she could do an episode, it would have to do with horses. I'm pretty sure that. Or we talked about doing an episode on like being like a Catholic family. Like how do you raise like Catholic kids, or how do we incorporate the faith into our family? Yeah. Okay. So, um, she just popped in right before we started recording, and she quoted something about horses, and Kevin um, had a rebuttal. And so um, we're just going to let this play out. This is really unscripted here right now. Yeah, so I'm going to pass the microphone to Mary Claire. Mary Claire, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. you to great Thank you.
0: Dad, what do you have to say to my quote? Well, you quoted about horses and their importance... I quoted to you the very first scripture verse I ever memorized in my entire life. I was your age when I memorized this scripture verse, and I can still quote it from memory. It's Psalm. Um, hopefully I have it right. I'm yeah. like, wait, do I still have it right after 20 years? But it's, um, it's Psalms 27. So chapter 20, verse 7. Some trust in horses and others trust in chariots, but we trust in the Lord our God. And I was just giving you a hard time because I was saying, don't trust in horses, trust in God instead. David was talking about military power there. (laughs) (laughs) In Job, God says, did you give the horse his might? Do you clothe his neck with strength? So what you're trying to say is horses point to God's own ability. and It's a sign of God's power and might. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can get on board with that. God will come on a white horse because at the it's the end of time. But that verse is alluding to the same point. My verse is making, which is the trust is ultimately into the Creator, not to the the horse itself. Yeah, and you can get on board with that. But the horse is leads the Creator. So since you're here, and we'll see if Paul participates at all. What do you guys think? I would say of po- like mom and dad doing the podcast or mom and dad doing ministry. Like, what comes to mind as people who watch this sometimes, like what we do. What do you, like you mean like, what do they think or what do we think? Like what do you think? What do you think of it? Good. (laughs) (laughs) Paul shrugged his shoulders. You don't want to talk, Paul? Maybe. Do you have anything you'd like to say, Paul? Not really. Not really? Nope. Okay.
1: All right. Well, there you go, Mary Claire. There was your chance to be on the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Now you guys need to go to bed.
0: Good night.
1: Awkward silence. The children are exiting the room very slowly. Yes. I'll give you the play-by-play. Paul is closing the door. He is laughing at us. Well, there you go. It would have been fun to have them on like for a full episode, more prepared. But um,
0: and us more prepared, I was like, I don't. know, What questions am I going to ask them? I'm just trying to think of something.
1: Yeah, took so. them off guard. They weren't quite ready for that. But
0: well, that's okay. They're that's on it. Okay. This is their chance. This is we're not. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There you go. So should we do hacks now?
1: Yeah. Let's do some final hacks here. Great. Okay, so I have five hacks for you. This is like the hack wrap up roundup. But here's the thing: I have been doing hacks on Instagram, and um, so if you want a compilation of hacks, it is in my highlights. I I've been like compiling them in my highlights under hacks, Catholic hacks, and um, I'll continue to share them there. So if this is something you really enjoy, then you can check it out on Instagram if if you want more hacks. So. Five. I'm going to give you. First one is two, and this was a listener suggestion, which, which I loved. She said one Catholic hack that she wanted to share was to make an inconvenient password on your phone to help cut down on screen time. So this is something she got from Gretchen Rubin from the Happier Podcast. But what she did is she she twisted it to be Catholic, which is totally what a Catholic hack is. It's just taking a regular hack and making it Catholic or adding in a Catholic element to it. So what she did then is she put her password as typing out Hail Mary using the letters to, you know, the numbers to type out the letters Hail Mary. So every time she wanted to get on her phone, it was annoying. So she wasn't getting on as often. And it was also a quick little prayer to remind her, okay, if I'm going to get on my phone, I want to make sure that I'm honoring God and I'm not going to go, you know, binge on social media and lose my peace or I'm not going to overshop, or I'm not going to, um, whatever it is that our phone has many, many temptations. Um, so that, that was a great hack. So if you want a quick way to cut down on screen time and remember to pray, change your password to something prayerful that takes a long time to do. Secondly, this is something that we would have shared coming up in Advent or in the Lenten season, but if you've never checked out on websites like Spotify, I would assume maybe even Amazon Music, people probably have put them together, but liturgical playlists, That's right. This exists. There's liturgical music. Yeah. And so there are liturgical playlists. So you can search and people have put together Advent playlists or Lenten playlists. And during those seasons, if you want to listen to the music of the season, you can pick up one of those playlists. I love doing that. I always search for really good liturgical playlists during those two seasons. And I'm sure maybe there's even, I don't know if there's not, you should make one. You should make like a Marian playlist or something like that. Or like an Easter playlist. Mm -hmm, For Easter season
0: harder to find Easter music. It is, is harder. It.
1: But there is, no, there is like anything with Hallelujah yeah. or mm-hmm. He Has Risen. I mean, Matt Maher probably has like 10 Easter songs. Yeah. So there you go. That's for hero He's, a, he's alive again. <laughs> he's, yeah, exactly. So uh, that's number two. Hack number three is the Cricut. C-R-I-C-U-T. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Cricut. It's a cricket vinyl stencil maker. And you can use this thing to create a stencil for anything digitally. I've always dreamed of getting one, but I don't think I would use it enough. But it's amazing. You can take any quote you want from a saint, any image you want, and you can make it, make a stencil out of it. So you put these plastic sheets in and the lasers cut it out to make the stencil you want. So you're like, where would I use this? Yeah, okay. So if you wanted to (laughs) create... You can do it. We're
0: like in another world right now to me. (laughs) I'm like, what world? Like I heard digitally... (laughs) Cricket stencil. I'm, I'm gonna give you a couple of examples. That's okay. fine. Thanks. Just help me I, I help me help you. I'm
1: not a cricket master, but yeah. I, I'm pretty sure also you can like make stencil stickers too. So you can make like for your wall. If you wanted a quote on your wall, you can either get like the stencil or you can get the actual sticker and just stick it on the wall. But you can make whatever you want. You don't have to be limited to whatever's being sold on websites. You can actually create whatever you want. So what I'm thinking of is one of my Steubenvilles this summer, this super crafty hospitality lady who was awesome bought cheap subway tiles from Home Depot or whatever, and then she used her her Cricut to make labels for all the food and then stuck the little sticker on there. And so it was super cute. But I've seen people do this for Catholic events or things or putting a a quote on the wall with these stickers that you had your Cricut make for you. The best example I can give you is... If you go to Kendra Tierney's Catholic year, go to her Instagram account or her website and look up her home chapel. They have a family chapel, and it's just got stencils all over, like quotes, like just it's it's unbelievable. Like the the chapel itself is just unbelievable. You just have to go see it just to see the chapel, if nothing else. But she used a cricket to do all these stencils and to create all of these stencils for is her chapel. She getting multiple crickets. No, I think she just has one.
0: And then you can take that one cricket and turn it into different stencils?
1: Yeah, it's a digital stencil maker, basically. Shower of Roses uses it, too. I'll have to look
0: at it. My brain cannot conceive such an item.
1: Anyways, y'all need one. Okay. Okay, next. I mean, I don't have one, but it's a Catholic hack. But anyways. Okay. Number four. This is a simple one. After confirmation, when somebody gets confirmed give them a cotton swab in an airtight container and have them wipe the holy oil or dab the holy oil from their forehead and put it in the airtight container. And then they will always have that keepsake of their chrism or their oil that was used for either the confirmation. Or you could use it for baptism too, to go along with the holy water. You can keep these little sacramentals and have it something that you display. So Mary Claire has from her confirmation because we have restored order, So our kids get confirmed when they're in third grade or whatever. Um, and so she has a um, handkerchief with her, the holy oil, oil, and it still smells like that. So that's really neat. It's in a little box, in a keepsake box, and she can smell that oil and remember that day.
0: No idea. Didn't, didn't know, that know that existed Yep. Yeah, we did that. That's what great reason for this podcast. I learn things all the time. Cleaning about my family. Yeah.
1: It's good. <laughs> Last thing, number five, is a hack. Perhaps the first Catholic hack I ever implemented that I can remember. Oh, wow. Back in college my roommate and I had a jar of, um, I think they're called dragon tears. They're just like these little like stones, these round stones. And we took a very fine Sharpie and we wrote our friend's names on the rocks or intentions on the rocks. And every time we would leave the room, we would randomly grab a rock from the jar and we would take it with us and then that was the intention or the person that we would pray for until we came back to the room. And then we would throw it back into the jar. And then when we would leave our room, we would take another rock with us. And that would be the thing that we would be praying for as we were out and about during the day. Nice. Yeah. It was neat. It was just a really cool way to be praying for our friends and for our campus and um, to let kind of the Lord like choose someone for you to be praying for. Yeah. When you weren't in your dorm room. That's awesome. So there you go. Those are my five hacks.
0: If you want to hear more hacks from Lisa, doesn't have to end with the end of the podcast. You can follow her on Instagram. Lots of fun stories, posts, all uh, with all of those things included. So, yes, be fantastic.
1: Okay, next is what's next. So, what what are we doing? Because we're not just like stopping the podcast and then falling off the face of the ministry Earth, but yeah, there there is more coming. So what's what's next, Kev?
0: You know, for me, as you mentioned before, The Amazing Parish has really been a huge part of what I've been doing as a family, even what we've been doing just because it's been so involved and um, been there for a little bit over a year. And it's really amazing to watch, no pun intended, but it's really amazing to watch the ability to help parishes come alive. And for me, I I think it's really... Probably one of the biggest elephants in the room in the Catholic Church. We have so many great renewal going on on the college campus with high school ministry. You think about Steubenville. Uh, you think about young adults. But when you get to the parish, which is where 98% of faithful Catholics engage the church on a weekly basis, um, many of our parishes are not amazing. You know, just even saying the words the amazing parish, most people are like, how would one get an amazing parish? Like, my parish isn't amazing. In this last year, just seeing so many. Pastors and their teams come alive just by helping them realize, um, you know, they're very smart people, they're very talented people, but giving them a new model for leading um, has just been really revolutionary for so many folks to give them, uh, to give priests renewal in their vocation. That's an incredible thing to watch, uh, to give lay people just a new inspiration for coming into their job, and then really helping them move from that renewal that they see as a team. To then into the parish. Um, that's, that's a It's, it's an a pretty, uh, it, it's an amazing opportunity. And that's been a big deal for us this year is just owning that and really putting our, our, our life, uh, sweat and tears into that. And we did that with focus. Um, but as we mentioned earlier, amazing parish, just um, the, the role I have in leadership and also just the, the smaller nature of the organization. It's really a all in, um, Yeah. Mentality. And we've, yeah, really embraced that. So um, it's really great. We have a conference coming up in Anaheim next month. We have another one in Kansas City next year. Uh, Typically we do one about every six months. So uh, probably coming to your part of the United States here in uh, a few months or years, but uh, also people come from around the country and, and even the world to come to our conferences. So really great opportunity for pastors and teams and parishes to come alive again.
1: And I think we've said this before too, like we would have never have left focus if it wasn't for something that we really believed in Yeah, because we were all in on focus, um, you know, <laughs> fundraising our salary for 11 years for that, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, it's neat to see how God can take experiences that you've had and, and use them for the next thing, um, so yeah, so I mean, yeah, we're just we're all in on that, and I think we just we don't want to burn Kevin out. Um, I, I don't want to burn you out. Um, and I just want to make sure that the work that that we're now doing through the amazing parish, me very secondarily, I don't work for amazing parish. Um, but it's it's really important. We really believe in it, and um, we're excited for that. Um, but mm-hmm. I wish we could do it all, but yeah, we just can't. But we can't. We can't.
0: And Lisa, what about you?
1: So for me right now, I am, I've mentioned this in a few places, but kind of softly. I am, however, working on a new book, which I am very excited about. It's a book on the feminine genius. It's something that uh, I've been talking on, JP2's Feminine Genius and just Authentic Femininity, all that stuff. I've been speaking on that since 2013. And I just recorded a course, it's like a three-hour course probably is what it'll end up being around three hours, for Lux University, for Leah's Lux U. Um, we do the Lux Conference together, which is also something that's coming down the line for me working on our next Lux Conference, which is in spring 2020. And and to pull that off, it's, it's just Leah and I, we don't hire anybody out to, to do it for us. We do it ourselves. And it's a tremendous amount of work, but we, we love it. We love getting to spend time with ladies. Um, just diving deeply into identity and who we are and um, healing and, and just all the components and elements of, of Lux Conference. Um, so I, I came on to Lux U Down uh, just a couple weeks ago to record for that. And really for me, that was my motivation for, okay, it's it's time to write this book. I've been thinking about it since probably 2013, um, but seriously, for the last two or three years. And it's just time to it's time to do that. Um, So it's going to be a really practical book, a lot like Dini Detox in the sense that it's a how-to book. Um, I love that there are really smart people who can talk theologically and philosophically about what we do, and I do try to always be smart about what I talk about and incorporate that, but I also then like to translate that to, awesome, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Like, How am I supposed to actually do this? So with The Feminine Genius, there's a lot of amazing content on here's what it is, but not a lot of content on here's what we do with it. I feel like every article I look up to that's on like the practical side of the feminine genius, I'm like, you didn't tell me anything. Like you didn't tell me how to, how to live it. You didn't tell me what I'm supposed to do with these gifts. You didn't tell me examples of how it's been lived. Like I need to, I I need more, you know? So, um, so that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm writing the book that I want to read, (laughs) which is sometimes how it goes. So that's, that's my big project right now. Um, and I, there's a lot that I want to do with that. I feel really called to, to shift into that direction, um, as well. Um, everything we do is practical, which is how to gather podcasts and it will continue to be practical. Um, but, um, I really want to look at it through the lens of authentic femininity. Next is kind of my, my, for a while we were honed in on, on the practical side of dating and now I want to move to, to feminine genius here. So I might, do a podcast on that in the future. I don't know. Um, I've got some other exciting plans for what I am going to do with that work, which we can't share yet, but do be on the lookout.
0: Absolutely. And while we won't be doing the podcast, as I mentioned before, we c- you can keep up with us on social media, mm-hmm. Lisa on Instagram, probably a little bit me of I feel like we've
1: said that like five times in the episode.
0: <laughs> well, it was in the notes, so.
1: I'm sorry. I feel like we just oversaid it because I said it where it wasn't supposed to be either. Anyways, we're on social media. You can find us there. But there's there's places like we're around. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, probably time for a thank you at the end here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's weird because we can't see you. (laughs) Yeah. And we don't know if you're ever going to get to hear this, those of you who have listened over the years, because Mm -hmm. um, sometimes, you know, you you go in and out of seasons of podcasts and we totally understand that. We do that ourselves too. Um, But we just can't thank you enough for your support. Yeah. Um, for your emails, for your messages, for your sharing of your hacks and your ideas and and your thoughtful questions and responses and, you know, for those Q&A episodes, chiming in. And um, it, it really means a lot to us to know that what we're doing from our house resonates mm-hmm. and is something that you... Um, you believe in too, you know, just this like, yeah, like, let's get real. Let's get practical. Let's do some, here's how you do it. Content. And the fact that that resonates with so many of you has meant a lot to us. Um, so letting go is, is sad, but, um, there's also a lot of peace because it's just time mm-hmm. and, and I'm happy that we are ending on a high note as opposed to just dragging it out and dragging it out and dragging it out. Uh, that's just not what I wanted to happen, um, with, with anything that we do. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just time. Um,
0: and thank you for so many of you for your reviews, for recommending it to someone else, uh, for all the things, uh, just, just listening and just going along this journey with us. Um, it's a really special place, and we don't take it for granted. Um, the people that we walk with, um, whether we're giving a talk or doing a podcast or writing a book, um, it's really a privilege to be in your life in that way and to allow us to speak into your life in, in ways that, you know, whatever way makes sense, and uh, hopefully whatever ways, helping you draw closer to God and helping you glorify Him. So uh, please know that, yeah, just so much gratitude uh, for that ability to to have that place, uh, whatever it may be in your life, um, yeah. yeah, really means a lot to us, and we've enjoyed uh, every minute a band will do that. Mm-hmm. So our how-to challenge, because we need in this episode the way we always do, which is our how-to challenge, is that uh, don't be afraid to let go. Just because something is good doesn't mean that it's right for right now. It could have been right in the past. It makes sense to find a new trajectory and a new way of doing things. And um, if that's resonated with you during this podcast, something either big or small, great time to take action and uh, maybe take that time to to go in a new direction.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. There it is. That is our show for today. Thanks for listening in. If you want to connect with us, our email is and still will be hello at made made2magnify.com. or you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, Kevin's at Kevin R. Cotter. I am at Lisa Ann Cotter. That is, of course, Ann with no E. And for a final time from the How To Co- Catholic Podcast, be saints. It's worth it.